This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, boo. It's me, Roz. Welcome to Ghosted by Roz Hernandez, the podcast where I talk to people that I love about things that keep me up at night. Today, I am joined once again by the iconic podcaster, Emmy-nominated TV host, actress, comedian, hilarious comedian, Nicole Byer. But before we get to that... I was looking through my email, ghostedbyroz at gmail.com, and I see a message from a listener named Summer. Summer writes, Hi, Roz. When I was in college, I lived in a house with a friend. At the top of the stairs was a tiny door that went into an attic space. My room was directly at the foot of the stairs. One night. I heard some shuffling upstairs, but my roommate wasn't home. I peeked out from my covers and stared at my door, which was actually French-style doors, with windows that were covered only by thin, lacy curtains. 
I heard the sound of a door opening and a gentle patter of feet coming down the stairs. I was silently panicking and continued to stare through the door windows. A small figure appeared and stopped in front of them. Very slowly, it turned and looked at my doors, then softly and slowly opened them. A young girl walked in, hair wrapped up in what looked kind of like a head wrap or a towel or something. She slowly approached my bed, as if uncertain. And when she got to me, I saw that her eyes were ice blue, and she looked kind of otherworldly. She tilted her head to the side and said, Hi! in a tiny little girl voice. I could not move, scream, nothing. After what felt like literal hours of trying to scream, I finally sat up straight in my bed and she disappeared. Now, I don't know if our dimensions got crossed or what, but that little girl did not understand what I was doing in her room. I hope I didn't scare her as much as she scared me. No. Summer. Oh, my God. Is that real? That is so scary, Summer. All right, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I would have pepper sprayed that little girl. Nightstand. I got pepper spray. I've got hematite stones. I've got holy water. I mean, I got some other stuff in there, too. It's funny, actually. Sometimes sometimes I have gentlemen over, and they're like, okay, what is all this stuff? This lady's into some freaky stuff. Um, and they're not wrong, but I'm not going to sleep tonight. Thank you, Summer. This is actually really a very scary story to be. And I'm sure it was very innocent. I'm sure it was sweet, which is why I feel so bad that I would have pepper sprayed the girl. But good for you for not doing that. I would love to know if anything else happened when you lived there. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to go talk to Nicole Byer. On with the show. Oh, my God. I'm joined by a podcasting icon and a Emmy nominee um, repeat guest of this podcast, Nicole Byer. Hello. Hi, 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 hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know, I am. I'm pretty good. It's a weird, weird time these days. It is. But you know what? I get to talk to Nicole Byer about ghosts. You've been on this show before. Mm-hmm. Here's what I remember about when you were on, because it was a long time ago. It was probably like 2019. You told me about ghosts in the dorm place that you lived in New York. Yes. There was like a weird child ghost. You lived in an apartment or something in L.A. that had a ghost? Yes. Our cabinets would just be open. For no reason. Definitely close them before going to sleep, and then they would just be open. Rude. And then once me and my roommate at the time, John Milheiser, we were being very, very funny in the living room, and we heard a clapping. Right. From, like, in the apartment. It was so wild. We were like, oh, my God, is that a ghost? Should we keep being funny? And we opted to keep being funny. (laughs) 
And then I also remember you telling me about, like, you were in a hotel and somebody sat on a bed. Yeah, I was going to sleep and I felt someone sit on the bed. And I I was like, I'm going to turn around and someone's going to be there to kill me. And then there was nobody there. And then I was like, oh, my God. Okay, well, I'm going to go to sleep. Same thing happened. And then my friend Marcy was like, when there's a ghost in the room, you just tell them to go away. And I was like, if you're not my mom, go away. But then it could have been my dad. And I could have made ghost daddy sad. Did it go away? It did. Oh, wow. It was really fucking weird. Are you open to welcoming somebody sitting on your bed that you can't see? Listen, I'm pretty single. If it's not apparent, sure. <laughs> sure. Ghost fuck me. I don't care. I, I would like it. I would love if that was, you know, something you're into. I would love to have you come back and share how it was. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know every detail. I mean, me too. A lot of people talk about it. It's called spectrophilia. Really? Fucking a ghost? Yes, it's a real thing. Okay, I had this girl from Vanderpump Rules, Billy Lee, on this podcast years ago, and she told a story about having sex with a ghost. Wild. I, you know, I don't have the experience, so I, I really don't, I don't have any thoughts other than that's absolutely how wild, but what a treat. I mean, we already know uh, dating's tough. You know, people always talk about chivalry's dead. Like, maybe someone <laughs> from another time period. Another realm could show some chivalry and be a good boyfriend. I mean, I, but I do want to see my partner. That would be ideal, you know? Yeah, I get that. That's, yeah, you're not wrong for wanting that. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, one thing I just wanted to publicly acknowledge um, when I came out as trans on Instagram, I turned off all the comments because it was way too overwhelming. And you were the first person to text me and tell me, congratulations. Really? And now, every time I see you on TV and your podcast and my feed and everything, I'm always like, oh, this Nicole. I'll always think of you that way. Aww. That makes me so happy. I was just so excited. I love when people start living their, like, authentic truth. And I knew you'd turn off the comments, but I just wanted to let you know that I was so happy for you. And then I was worried that you'd be, like, bombarded with texts. But I was just like, I just want to say yay. You got in there in less than a minute. I posted it, and all of a sudden, I had a text message. And I was like, Nicole, television's Nicole Byer. It was amazing. Oh, I was just so excited. I lost track of the order, but then, like, another message I got um, name-dropping was from Sasha Colby, who's now, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race. The reigning queen. Exactly. So now I think of her that way as well. Um, hey, can I tell you about some news that came across my desk? Yes, I would love to hear it. Because, you know, nowadays that usually doesn't mean anything <laughs> good or exciting. However, every once in a while, I get a story across my desk mm -hmm. that um, actually goes along with what we were just talking about. There is a woman, a singer in the U.K., that married a ghost. Oh. A couple times over the years, there's been some stories. I've covered them in the past. There was a lady that married a pirate ghost. That I remember. That was that was wild for me, because I'm like, what do you have in common? Yeah. They were a pirate. You're not a pirate. 
a pirate, <laughs> a comedian. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. You're coming from two different time periods. Like, I'm sure it's just endless, the amount of cultural differences. And it seems like it would be challenging, for sure. And I must say, most of the time, you know, I want to be happy for these people because, I, you know, I believe in all... All love is love. Mm-hmm. I support any kind of relationship. It's all unique to everyone, whatever. But every time I see these announcements, I'm like, this isn't going to work. I don't want to be negative, but I don't. It's Every time I see these, it just doesn't work. And I, there has been a follow-up. This was actually just a few months ago. This was April 10th. And this one is, <laughs> these are always in UK tabloids. So maybe not the most trustworthy, whatever. <laughs> but... This is uh, from Daily Star, and it says, Singer who married ghosts wants to have exorcism as spirit made her life living hell. Wow. This just sounds like a normal relationship where the man turns out to be a real fucking dirtbag and makes her life a living hell. Yeah, and I think normally you get a divorce attorney. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, you get an exorcist. Call the priest. Yeah, so it says um, he's making her life a living hell. She married a ghost named Eduardo, and he was a Victorian soldier, is what he told her. Mm -hmm. Her name is Brocarde, B-R-O-C-A-R-D-E. That's her singer name. I I don't know how you say it. Okay. Either Brocarde or Brocardi. I like Brocardi. It's close to Cardi B. Oh, see, I was thinking Bacardi. Oh, yes. Brocardi Silver. Um, so she's gone to this exorcist, says, speaking of her desperation to be set free, she said, quote, I am at the end of my tether. I don't want to admit defeat, but it feels like being married to a ghost doesn't work. (laughs) See, I could have told you this. Um, she has been suffering deep, dark thoughts in recent months and may even be forced to turn to an exorcist because he's tormenting her because he is unhappy and she wants out. She's turned to a medium for marriage counseling at the start of the year, but her ghost husband did not take it seriously and instead has since taken to making her life a living hell. She's just mad that he's not taking it seriously, and he's been being creepy with her by using the screams of a baby to spook her. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, she is a singer-songwriter. She has been promoting some new music. Okay. She's said before that she was not a believer in this stuff until they met and they got married on Halloween. They went on a honeymoon to Barry Island, and she said it seemed doomed before it began. The ceremony had an open invite to the living and the dead, which saw the likes of Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, and Henry VIII. Okay, not to be rude. Okay. But I've never heard of Eduardo the the Victorian, you know. Soldier. Soldier. Uh-huh. I haven't heard of him. How is he friends with Marilyn Monroe? Like, I just don't buy that. That's like me being like, Lizzo was at my wedding. You just couldn't see her. I don't <laughs> buy that. I don't know. No, no. That's well, where it falls apart for me. Now, here's the thing. If you can contact people that are now deceased, I imagine they don't have a lot going on. Again, not to be rude. I mean, I think Marilyn Monroe is probably the Kim Kardashian of the afterlife. She's got parties to go to. Yeah. She's got people to serenade. She's putting on ghost movies. You know what I mean? In L.A., she's everywhere. 
there's so many people. There's people that live in a house that she once lived in and say that her ghost is around. There's the Roosevelt Hotel. She's always hanging out by the pool. Like, people love to say that Marilyn Monroe, she does seem booked and busy. I will say that. <laughs> and Elvis, too. He haunts Graceland, apparently. He, you know, shows up on a piece of toast every once in a while. So he is busy. He's getting out there. But apparently, Eduardo was making eyes at Marilyn Monroe. Of course he was. Yeah. and She's she, a famous person at his wedding. And she said to him, wow, really? It's our wedding day. <laughs> Which ruined everything, she says. The honeymoon was not any better. She got covered in sand and ended up with a cone of ice cream being pushed in her face after Eduardo tried to get feisty with her on the beach and they rolled around near the sea. I would pay good money to watch that. <laughs> I mean, just taking yourself out of it and not knowing that this woman is on a honeymoon with a ghost, watching her sit seemingly alone and an ice cream cone being pushed in her face by the wind and then rolling around in the sand having a fight with something you can't see, I would be like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I don't understand, like, can anyone else see him, or is it just her? Because I don't think that this is a legal marriage. Oh, it simply cannot be. Uh, Eduardo, I do not think, can hold a pen to sign a <laughs> marriage certificate, unless, again, that's the best day of my life as a person giving out the marriage certificates, where a pen levitates and signs a name and says, Eduardo the Victorian Ghost. I'd be like, well, I picked the, the right career. Exactly. <laughs> It says that the whole honeymoon just kept getting worse and worse. <laughs> Eduardo thought he was being passionate and romantic by wrestling with her, and she was trying to share her ice cream with him, but it just went everywhere, all over her face. She was covered in sand, and she was not happy about it, and she says that her latest single, which is called Another Anthem, is inspired by this traumatic union. I wonder what the lyrics are. Oh, my God. I wonder if it's relatable. If it's like, he's dead and shoving ice cream in my face. And you're like, huh. <laughs> huh this, this doesn't quite seem to be anything I've ever gone through. There's another story that I found in a tabloid in the UK recently. This one's from The Sun UK. It's by Josh Saunders. And it was written the 29th of June, 2023. So very recently. Ooh. And it says, Room with a boo. We moved into our dream Victorian home, but it has turned into a four-year nightmare. My husband feared for his life. So this couple, Samantha and Rich Perry, they moved into a Victorian house in Burton-on-Trent's staffs. I don't know. Someplace in England, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. In 2019. So shortly after moving in, the two of them just started getting snappy with each other, and they didn't have much motivation. Things just felt off. And they found out they have a ghost named Sir William, <laughs> and he has professed his love for Samantha, and he hates Rich, the husband. So he would watch Samantha undress. He would watch her shower. He even touched her when she was in the bed. And Rich would be laying in bed and feeling a big weight on his chest, which would make it hard for him to breathe. And his mind started getting filled with dark thoughts. And they had a medium over who forced Sir William to go to the light, which apparently didn't work. They got the Ouija board out. William said, I love you. You're mine. It says he also said, Mama, 
I don't know what that's about, but... What is with these ghosts doing baby shit? This is weird. Yeah. Maybe they're like um, adult babies. <laughs> that's their kink. Once you cross over, you become an adult baby. You know, once you're on the other side, try it all. You know, you got nothing but time. I'm sure when I am on the other side, I'm going to be like, you know what? I never really did check out the the adult baby thing. <laughs> Sounds nice. I think when I cross over, I'm done. <laughs> I want to rest. Life was pretty hard or is hard. But what about death? What about death? You're not alive anymore when you say life was hard. Now it's a different thing. Yeah, I'm relaxing. <laughs> I'm going to haunt a beach in the Bahamas or like Barbados or the islands. I'm going to Aruba. I'm going to Jamaica. That's where I'm I'm haunting the Caribbean. And by haunt, I mean I'm just going to be on the beach and have a nice time. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I don't blame you. But both of these ghosts, like a lot of ghosts, are Victorian era. Mm-hmm. That means they've been ghosts for, I don't know, math. What is that, over 200 years? Too long. I would get bored. That's when I would say, please cross me over. Get the medium in here. Let's go. I'm out of here. You all can have this house. I am done. (laughs) So this couple, the medium thing didn't work, and he would agitate Rich, the husband, so badly while he was in bed that he would get out of bed and... As soon as he got out of bed, Sir William would sneak in his place and be like, don't mind if I do, and start touching the wife. No. And she said that it felt tingly and uneasy, but she said it wasn't sexual. It was just like he was caressing her back and and that sort of a thing. These ghosts need to learn consent. You got to ask. Seriously. Can I touch you? Uh, No, no, you can't. Not with your ghost little fingies. No. I think that the whole thing with ghosts is a lack of consent. Like, just showing up in people's houses. Yeah, it's rude. Watching someone shower. Like, you can't just do that. No. No. So, he told her that he used to practice black magic and worship the devil in that house. And... They're living there for two years. They finally call a Catholic priest, and he's like, the quote is, the Lord's Prayer would be enough. (laughs) Well, he was wrong. They say that the house got 100% worse, and the ghost became even more obsessed with her. Initially, the husband, Rich, found it amusing, and he would laugh it off like, oh, the ghost, he's just being like a silly little pervert. And, you know, he's already dead. And, And there was even a quote in this where... The husband's basically like, you know, I would kick his ass if he was alive, but he's dead. So ha ha ha. And one night, the husband, Rich, was so over it, he just told the ghost, try to possess me. He's like, get in here. Come on. He felt a tingling on his head, but then it stopped. And he believes that the ghost didn't have enough power to get inside of him. The psychic that had come over claimed that he sensed that the man was bitter and he was nasty He believed that it was still his house. So the psychic used his spirit guides to drag the ghost out of the house. And he actually said that his spirit guides, the psychics, are hooded monks that look like one of your favorite movies, Ghost. You know those those things? I I do. The little, the... Did you know the sound for those ghosts in Ghosts are babies crying in reverse? Terrifying. I was like, how did you figure that out? Who was the person that was like, let's try babies and just, like, lower the pitch and put it in reverse? Flip it and reverse it. Missy Elliott, she's the one who discovered it. <laughs> so now the ghost has been removed from the house. The next day, 
She goes to work and the ghost shows up to her job. And she did what they call automatic writing, which is basically the ghost is writing for her as she's writing. And it wrote out, ha ha, and I love you. She instantly contacted the psychic and he was able to, quote, sort it. And they haven't had any problems since. Now, one thing I will say about the wife is that the place that she works is a supernatural store called the Witch's Coven. And she runs the whole place. So she might be <laughs> trying to conjure up ghosts. I don't know what to believe anymore. I don't know. Something's going on in England where there there's just ghosts everywhere and falling in love with people. Maybe I don't go to England. Maybe that's the place I stay away from. You've been to England, right? Never in my whole life. Seriously? No, I haven't been. I would like to go. I mean, I don't want to interact with any ghosts, but I'd like to go have some tea and crumpets. <laughs> If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you had any ghost experiences since I talked to you last? I don't think so. I think I've been pretty ghost-free. Okay. Well, let me read you a story that was sent to me by a listener. How do you feel about sleep paralysis? Have you had it? I don't think I've had sleep paralysis, but I've definitely had um, lucid sleeping or lucid dreaming where, like, I'm fully aware I'm sleeping. Right. That can be creepy. I, I feel like I have that actually a lot. It's not restful. No, 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 I know. It sucks. It happens a lot when I travel where I'm just like, my eyes are closed and I'm 
fully aware that sleeping is occurring, but I'm not resting. Yeah, that happens to me a lot when I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I can't stop. Yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm sleeping. But I have never had sleep paralysis that I know of. And it sounds terrifying. And there are scientific explanations for it. But also, I think that, sure, some physical stuff can be happening with your body. But I also think that it can be like a time when ghosts sneak in there and both things could be true at the same time. So this story was sent to me by a listener named Brittany. Brittany writes, this past New Year's Eve, I experienced sleep paralysis for the first time. I was in bed asleep next to my fiance when I found myself sitting upright, eyes wide open and unable to move my body except my head. On the wall directly in front of our bed is a double-sided furnace that has hundreds of tiny vents. So I'm sitting upright in bed, staring directly at the vent, and I see hundreds of eyes blinking within the vent cavities and looking directly at me. Mm-mm. I try to open my mouth and yell at my fiance to wake up, but I am voiceless. Words are not coming out. I can only move my mouth. When I close my eyes, I can see the eyes in the vents imprinted on my eyelids. When I open my eyes, my fiance is awake and talking to me. He tells me that I need to, quote, meet him at the apex and that there is someone outside of our window to the left of our bed. I look over to the windows. The curtain is slightly ajar and I see a bright light shining through. I then black out. The next morning, I asked my fiance if he remembered any of this occurring and he said he has no recollection of speaking to me and does not know what he meant by meet me at the apex. To this day, I'm still unclear what the significance was of this vision the eyes, the apex, etc. Both of these things freaked me out. We spent our January 1st saging our home and have not experienced sleep paralysis or anything paranormal since. I think it was an alien abduction. That does sound very alien-esque. Here's the thing about aliens. I feel like long ago they came and they were like, there's nothing here. And I think they come every now and again to be like, has it gotten better? And they're like, nah. It's not. And then they leave. (laughs) Like, okay, if you're coming from another planet or dimension or universe or whatever, that means your technology is so superior to ours. And the people or the things there are probably superior to these fucking humans. I would be like, that's a wrap. Let me leave. Like, I'll go visit. But mm, no. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure wherever they're at, it's probably so much better. Yeah. Again, with the technology, like, everything is just probably nicer. And they're like, we'll come by just to look, but we're not staying here. We don't... No, it would never. I mean, they probably come from a place that, like, has no pollution and, like, I don't know. I think, like, aliens live in a place that's, like, utopia, where it's just, like, nice and wonderful, and they're just skipping around, playing in the sand. (laughs) I bet you when you see a, a UFO, it's probably, like, a dad taking his son alien, like, all right, you know what? You're ungrateful. Mm-hmm. Come with me. I'm going to show you what it's like <laughs> on Earth. Look around here. Look at this shit. This is where you could be living. Do you want us to leave you here? 
I I think you're right on the fucking money. I really do. They're just like, look at this. It's nasty here. You want to stay? Yeah. Or I feel like it's like a the Titanic situation where like they didn't have the goods to go down there. And I think maybe sometimes UFOs don't have the goods to get out. And they're like, oh, no, fuck. Oh. And then they finally figure it out. Have you ever seen one? No. I wish. It'd be fun. No, I've never seen any, like, alien-esque thing. But I do believe that there's life on other planets. Because this can't be it. This? I hope this, not. This shithole? <laughs> yeah. Can't be it. I'm so ready for them to take me. I'm, like, doing whatever... Whatever I gotta do, I'm I'm up on my roof shaking it. Like, who wants some of this? Same. Take me up there. I will be so fun. I promise. I'll do literally whatever you want. Same. I'm Fifi Dobson. Take me away. Uh-oh. Remember that song? <laughs> yes, Fifi. <laughs> Come on, Fifi. Um, you want to hear some ghost voices? Yes. And this is what, like, people who've ghost hunted and, like, captured the voices? You better believe it. It's time for... EVPs. Or EV please. Okay. So what I do is I go to the internet, I find EVPs. Electronic voice phenomenon. Which is basically when a ghost hunter captures what they believe to be a ghost speaking. So I'm going to play two of them for you. Okay. I want you to tell me what you hear, and then I'm going to give you some options with the correct answer being what they believe they've heard the ghost saying. Okay, here's the first one. This is coming from Epoch Paranormal on YouTube, and it is from Post Town Elementary, which is in Middletown, Ohio. It's an abandoned elementary school that people can just straight up, like, rent and go ghost hunting in. I found their website. It looks terrifying, and it's super haunted. So what is this first ghost saying? Could you hear that? Yeah, I could hear it, but I couldn't really make out anything. I heard, like, rah, rah. I think they were saying, hi, hi, welcome to school. I find it very creepy, and it reminds me of, like, the poltergeist Carol Ann and the TV. It's really... <laughs> like, listen again. I don't think I have an ear for it. I really just hear... <sighs> well, maybe it'll help if I give you some of these options. First one. Is it A? Do you want some cheese on that? <laughs> is it B? Do you want me to show me? Like, do you want to see me? Is it C? Do you want detention? Or D? Do you want miso soup? Maybe they want some Japanese food. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Oh, I think it's do you want detention? They believe it is, do you want me to show me? Do you want me to show me? Ooh, that is fucking creepy. Okay, wait, now that we know that, let's listen again. Mm-hmm, I hear it now. 
Here's my thing with ghosts. If you're haunting, you're doing the work, can't you just speak clearly? <laughs> like, can't you just be like, do you want me, do you want to see me? Like, why are you being all weird and shy about it? Like, obviously you're not shy, you're haunting. Right. Like, what is this, a burlesque show? Like, just yeah. come on, let us see it. Show yourself. Don't like, ooh, you want some of it? No, just give it to me. me? I want to see it. Wait, why is this? Why is this skewel haunted? You know, I'm gonna assume. Um, I think it's just an old place. I don't know. Maybe I should look it up. Let's look. Uh, Post town school. Okay. Posttownschool.com. It says. Um, it was dedicated in 1937. Oh, before it was a school, there were multiple train wrecks and casualties within a mile of the property. So even when people were going to school there, it was like already haunted. Ugh, I would hate to go to a haunted school. School is hard enough for me. Seriously. It's like, ugh, I have to learn multiplication tables and deal with someone going, do you want to see me? Well, but you lived in that place when you went to school that was haunted in New York. And funny enough, because of you talking about that on this show, I've had multiple people that also went there that have sent me like... Really? Yeah, they've sent me stories. The Stratford Arms and... So recently, or maybe this is a couple years ago, I was talking to a friend about it, and I was like, oh, I've just, like, really blocked a lot of weird shit from it. So the Stratford Arms, if you went to AMDA, you know. They put us up in student housing that was on 70th and Broadway at the uh, Stratford Arms, and we lived with old people, like, because it was uh, an assisted living center. Before that, I believe it was, like, a mental institution, and they couldn't kick out the old people, so we lived with old people, and sometimes they would just die. And, yeah, there was a lot of weird, creepy shit that would happen in the communal bathrooms and stuff. And then the showers at the end of the hall, we were told, were padded rooms at one at one point. I don't know how true that is. But, uh, yeah, weird shit would just happen all the fucking time. But, like, to have to go to school and then, like, you go home and it's like, what's going to happen tonight? Like, <laughs> ugh, that's too much. I don't think I told you this story, but my old room, they let us live with different gendered people because it was musical theater school and they weren't worried about pregnancy. <laughs> um, do what you will with that. But my roommate, Evan, he's one of my best friends still. I love him so much. We lived in a triple. It was me, Evan, and Megan. And I remember sleeping and waking up to Evan crawling into my bed and saying, there's a jockey in the closet. <laughs> and I was like half awake. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, Nicole, he keeps inviting me into the closet and I don't know what's in the closet. And I was like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. And the next morning we like cleaned out the closet. There was no jockey there. And he swears on his life that there was a jockey in there trying to get him to come in. But yeah, like everyone had wild stories like that. The jockey in the closet. Okay, here is one more EVP. This is also from the same YouTube channel, Epoch Paranormal. It is at the Victoria Theater in Dayton, Ohio. You ever played the Victoria Theater in Dayton, Ohio, Nicole? I sure haven't. <laughs> well, what is this ghost saying? I think this one's harder. It's like a... 
Play it again. One more time. What are you? I don't know. What are you? You know what? That's not a bad guess. Is it A, walk quiet? B, work choir? Like maybe the choir is like, work choir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it C, what? Am I dead? Or D, Meg Ryan? I wish it was Meg Ryan, but I think it's walk quieter. Yes, they believe it is walk quiet. Not a fan of heels. Yes, exactly. Maybe they died listening to someone tap dancing and they were like, no, not again. Not again. No, no click clack. That's my dog. My dog and his nails on the hardwood floor. Like I always just hear him like clonking up. My dog does that too. And I go tap, 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 tap. And then he gets excited and taps harder. It's a great time. I love him. Okay, last thing. I'm just going to list off unexplainable phenomenal. Tell me if you got maybe a story, a thought on it. I don't know anything. If you believe in it, nothing, whatever. Okay. Um, how do you feel about like synchronicities? What do you mean by synchronicities? Like, are you the kind of person that's like, everything happens for a reason? Or like, that was too much of a coincidence for that kind of thing to be true? Do you ever read into that kind of a thing? Or do you just ignore it? I genuinely believe everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, because things that have happened to me then like, lead into other things. I can't think of anything specifically. But yeah, like I went to AMDA, tricked my daddy. I said, I will go to a uh, school after that's in conjunction, the new school university, and I will get a degree. And he believed me. And I did not. <laughs> but I think me not getting into, I mean, I wrote the worst uh, essay for admissions. Like, I wasn't trying. Like, I don't know if I would have found UCB if I was busy at new school. Right. I do think that happened for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about demons? Do you believe in that? I believe there's evil people in this world, and I feel like there's some demon-like people. Um, but I don't know if I believe that there's, like, little demons being like, I'm going to fuck this up. I don't think I believe... <laughs> I don't think I believe in that. I don't think I... If I believed it, then I think I would have a really hard time living my life and walking this earth being like, is a little guy going to get me? I know. You know? That, that's me. I'm terrified. <laughs> because I talk shit about demons and make fun of them that they're going to get a hold of this podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. What about past lives? I think I believe in past lives. But again... Life is so hard that when it's a wrap for me, I would like it to really be a wrap. Like, please don't call me back to set. Let me go home. <laughs> maybe this might be the final act, you know? Like, maybe you've already done a bunch of lives, and now you're just over it. Maybe. There was a story about this little boy who was, he said he was this, like, black singer from the 20s, and he, like, knew things that he shouldn't have known as a little boy. But he has since grown up, I believe, and he doesn't remember it. Oh, there's a lot of stories like that, and I'm obsessed. 
I talk about this all the time. There used to be a show called Ghost Inside My Child. Oh, my God. It was like a straight-up TV show. There was multiple seasons, and it was all these kinds of stories, like these kids that know all these very specific facts for some Mm -hmm. weird reason. I believe it. See, that's one of the reasons why I don't want a child. One is, like, you have to bring it everywhere you go or find childcare, and I don't want it. But the second reason, have you ever seen, like, the Insidious movies or, like, any fucking movie where a child gets possessed? Yeah. I don't want that in my house. Get. Yeah. It's always a child. I don't want it. I don't want to have a kid and look at him and be like, Jimmy, come here. And he's like, I'm not Jimmy. I'm Billy Holiday. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. My biggest reason is because I don't want to have to be the one that has to look under your bed. No, God. Or investigate the sound in the house that's coming from the basement. I'm. That's why I'm not having kids. No, because they'll be like, Mommy, there was a man who was tall and told me to kill you. <laughs> and it's like, I, no, 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 no. You can't return a child. You can only drop them off at a fire station up to a certain age. What if they get haunted after that age? I don't want that. And then they then they come looking for you because you abandoned them. I don't want any of that shit. Yeah, that's when I would say, okay, well, that man is your new parent. And that's who you're going to live with that you just saw <laughs> in your bedroom because I'm out of here. Nice knowing you. Um, okay, what do you think about Bigfoot? Okay. Maybe. Mm. There's a lot of this earth and there's a lot of this country that has just not been explored. Maybe there is like a big fucking furry thing stomping around in the woods. Maybe. Well, one thing that I found interesting in my researching of Bigfoot is that pretty much every single state in America reports something like that. So I'm like, is it one creature that's just on tour all the time or (laughs) are there a lot of them are there many big feet i think there's many big feet i think it's theoretically impossible for bigfoot to be like you know gigging around the country like i don't think bigfoot's booked and blessed like that i think you know how like we haven't seen the depths of the ocean and there's tons and tons and tons of marine life that we just don't know about because we can't get that far down. Terrifying. I think maybe that's the same thing about, like, the woods. Like, I don't think everyone has really explored all of the woods. I guess so. It seems like a very important trait of this creature is to not be found. (laughs) Like, that's just part of their everyday life. Oh, it's because they're going extinct. And they're like... Stay hidden so you don't get killed. (laughs) That's Bigfoot. That's an accurate representation of Bigfoot's voice. Honestly, I don't blame that. Bigfoots are for gun control. I guarantee you that. (laughs) Is, wasn't there a show in the 80s about like a Bigfoot? There was the movie Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons? Wasn't he a Bigfoot? Yes, of some sort. The 80s was wild. Imagine that pitch. So Bigfoot just lives with a family and they were like greenlit. Do it. Let's do it. Um, do you believe in curses? Um, I believe people are unlucky. Um, I don't know if I believe that they have been cursed, but I have a couple of friends where they just don't have the luck. Something will go mm. right, and then something immediately will go fucking left, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, that sucks. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. What about Loch Ness Monster? Last one. That's of the sea? It is of a sea, yes. In Scotland. 
I think I believe in a Loch Ness monster. I believe in a bunch of like weird ocean shit. Like I think there might be mermaids. I don't know. Really? Maybe. I genuinely believe that there's so much shit in the ocean that we don't know about. Did you know that like octopuses are like so smart? If they banded together, they could like overthrow us. <laughs> I read that somewhere. I might be paraphrasing. <laughs> I mean, I have spent hours watching videos of octopuses, and they are fascinating but terrifying. I I mean, we should be concerned. They can, like, get out of enclosures, like, where we capture them to study them. They can just get out. Oh, yeah. And they do it often. They escape. (laughs) They're like, I've had enough of this. And I'm like, that's smart. Some adults can't unlock doors. It's wild. I fucking love it. Well, Nicole... Man, I'm a real big fan of yours. I'm so happy that you took the time to do this. Um, Is there anything you want the people to know about? Technically, I can't promote anything that's, like, behind a studio (laughs) because we're on strike, baby. Um, So, yeah, just go to my social media, and from there you can click clack around. Oh, I can promote this. I have a line of bathing suits with this brand called Kitty and Vibe. It's probably in the link in my bio on Instagram where you can go to NicoleBuyerWasTaken.com. I think there's probably a link there. Or just go to Kitty and Vibe's website. That's it. That's it. Oh, thank you so much to Nicole Buyer. She's just the definition of a delight. I love her so much. Um, Guys, this is real fun. This is fun. This podcast has been, it's been on the charts. People are tagging me in lovely posts and telling all their friends about it and the word's spreading. And I so appreciate you guys for that. So thank you so much for listening. I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! This has been an Exactly Right production. Want to share your paranormal experience on the podcast? I read stories out loud, and sometimes I'll even call you. So email me at ghostedbyroz at gmail.com. You can send a DM or voice message to the show's Instagram at ghostedbyroz. Give us a follow while you're there. And follow me, Roz, on Instagram at Roz Hernandez and on TikTok and Twitter at It's Roz Hernandez. My senior producer is the startling Jiha Lee. Associate producer is the alarming Alex Chi. This episode was mixed and sound designed by the eerie Edson Choi. My guest booker is the petrifying Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from the hair-raising Hannah Kyle Crichton. My theme music is by the spine-chilling Brendan Lynch-Salomon. Artwork by the spooky Vanessa Lilac. Photography by the terrifying Elizabeth Karen. Executive produced by the chilling Karen Kilgareth, the spooky Georgia Hardstark, and the frightening Danielle Kramer. Follow Ghosted by Roz Hernandez on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. Visit ExactlyRightStore.com to purchase Ghosted by Roz Hernandez merch.